Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to episode 29 of Boys in the Barrio. This one we're actually doing it a bit different. It's me and uh, Jamal. We're What's going on? Yeah, how y'all doing, man? We're actually at our, uh, well, me and my fiance's new place. I actually am living with her, so that's why it's, well, actually everybody's been doing a bit something. You've been out of town. Kirby was out of town. Herberto's been busy with work, yeah. so it's been kind of hard to get everybody together, but uh, great episode coming this Sunday, actually. Yeah, no Donkey Boy, we're actually excited about that. Um, so yeah, we're pretty excited. Uh, we're at my place, so we're actually chilling in my couch watching Bad Boys Two. Man, I haven't seen this movie in a minute too, so it's kind of uh, hard to not get distracted watching this thing because it is a great movie. But at the same time, you know, it's good to get back on here and uh, record another episode a little quickie, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's gonna be a quickie because exactly because we're trying to get you know. We gotta get uh, mentally prepared for Donkey Boy. You get what I'm saying? We wanna come with our best, and it's gonna be a great uh, episode, man. I'm actually very excited about it. Thanks to him, you know, we're gonna be able to. A lot of thanks to him for allowing us to do that interview with him, you know? Hey, exactly, man. Like, a lot of practice I've been doing is, you know, been drinking, you know, a few <laughs> years a day. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how uh, drinking a beer could actually calm you down dude like when you're nervous and stuff like that you know what it, it, it really does and I, and depends though right? depend depends though what type of situation it is <laughs> yeah that's true i mean i think with the, i think with it i mean it can it can calm you down and you know, at times it, and, you know they call it liquid courage for a reason i guess right but um you know obviously at the same time if you drink too many then you just get sloppy and stupid as hell yeah you start you start caring less yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. So, but no, I look forward to it, man. I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited to hit thirty. It's pretty crazy how many episodes I already been recording. So it's gonna be the 29th. Okay. and then we got thirty. It's crazy, huh? Yeah, we had a couple lost episodes. Oh yeah, this last one, ladies and gentlemen, we were actually supposed to post. It was actually a very good um, episode 29, but we lost it because of we were having some issues with our mics and some stuff technical issues so we couldn't get it on so we apologize for that um but on today's day we actually wanted to bring it's not going to be too long of an episode but we wanted to talk about something um well that occurred today and I w- we wanted to give our opinions and what we thought which is the whole shooting of the gentleman and peter rosenberg jumping in it yeah, yeah, it was pretty powerful stuff, man. What happened with Baton Rouge today? You uh, said that it was one of the first. Uh, actually, it's crazy how we're actually getting used to it. Believe it or not, I'm not saying we're getting used to it, but if you let it, people are gonna start getting used to it. It's kind of like with the terrorist attack thing. I don't know if you've ever noticed that whenever there's a terrorist attack. It seems like everybody goes crazy, right? Everybody's like, you know, we gotta get, we gotta do this. Everybody's angry for a while, but then after a while, give it two days, everybody's back to normal. Exactly, man. And um, it's sad if this is what that's. It's sad if 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 this is what happens with these type of situations. That is gonna be sad. Yeah, it is, man. Um. I don't know, maybe because we're getting a little more desensitized, so now 
he got then you get the opposite of people right where they see stuff like that and they're like well you know maybe they deserve it or the people that even kind of you know revel in all this chaos and it's really unfortunate you know it's um, a lot of bad shit has always been going on we know that right not like five years ago all of a sudden just a bunch of bad stuff started happening but it's it's pretty crazy how this keeps happening at such a, a broad scale and so obvious and so blatantly you know it's you know the actions are so blatant and yet people still gonna someone's still gonna say something right I get it there's two sides of a story but shit man I mean it's I don't even know what to say man it's um it was weird I was just listening to it today or listening about it I heard uh, you know like you said the Rosenberg uh, radio uh, him kind of going off on the cop about it basically uh, if you haven't heard it check that out it's actually I, I actually like what he said man. he actually um it is true every single cop out there is it, it, we haven't heard not one out of all these situations say hey I fucked up or one or another cop or another fellow cop say hey sometimes we could fuck up you know yeah. and maybe for some of these family I'm not gonna say it's gonna give them their their loved one back but it's gonna give them some type of I'm not gonna say peace but something you get what I mean it gives them something to 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 hold on to them and say hey you know this is a human too you know human could be a human mistake but at the end of the day it's like every single body's just wiping their hands and just keep going and it's like nothing ever happened like we're the police and we're the authority and we could do whatever we want and and, and this is not the bigger issue really you know it's um such an authority problem going on man and people not wanting to hold others responsible you know um so obviously just in case y'all didn't know it was that happened in Baton Rouge 37 year old man named uh, Alton Sterling and uh he was killed you know in front of, by the police for so far from what what we know is selling CDs in front of the store you know so um They've had a couple of clips, different angles. People who are obviously recording the situation shows them getting held down, you know, against the, uh, the car, his arms and his legs being pinned down to the ground. Uh, you hear one of the cops yell out, he's got a gun. Now, uh, mind you too, another thing that, that I guess maybe some of y'all may or may not be used to, but of course, like like Texas, Louisiana is an uh, open carry Correct. state, if I'm not mistaken, so you can carry a, a, a firearm legally. Uh, so... You hear him yell out, he got a gun, and he, he puts, what is it, like six bullets in him? You know, shoots him, uh, shoots him in the back. I think you see it, at, I think on one of the tapes you see it, I guess, left the exit room going down the front, so you see his chest. Uh, it's a very, it's a very hard video, actually, it's a very hard video to watch. You basically see him dying, man, and it's sad, dude. I mean, we've had all these things, we've had everything, and obviously, one of the bigger recent cases was the Trayvon Martin situation, and we've had so many different incidents like this and I don't get it man I just I mean I all the other stuff yeah it, it made me sad too don't get me wrong but something about watching this you know watching him just, just die and it's it's actually the first one it depressed me like I was in my car driving literally I was really just I was very, I was very sad man like I don't even have a I'm not angry or anything I'm just kind of heartbroken how anyone can just how this can just happen you know what I mean and I, I don't know if it's, if it's a race thing is it an authority thing I don't know it's just as a human being it's sickening I think at this point I think everybody's beyond the 
race thing. At this point, it's human looking out for fellow humans. You get what I'm saying? Like, dude, like, what the hell are we doing with each other? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you begin to think, and it's it's reality. What are you doing? What are we doing with ourselves, with our lives, and to our world? You get what I mean? Like, we're actually destroying. And if you think about it, man, I think that's why I forgot. I read this article where it said the United States was one of the most depressing, depressing. People are more mostly depressed than other nations, and I think it has a lot to do with the violence of it, man. Like, yeah. um, actually, ho- uh, uh, heard Obama say something. I forgot what he said. He said something like that we were uh, we were less violent or something like that. I actually would disagree with that because I don't think it's true. You're saying less violent as far as the country? No, yeah, yeah, like. Uh, Basically, he was just like given a summary of when he was in, in, in um, I'm not blaming him. I don't think it's him. I, I, I just, but he was just given a summary of, of um, his presidency as all the eight years he was there. He's like, we, be, you know, we, we've helped and everything he's done. Basically, he was just given a summary. And that was one of his topics. He said, we're a more, um, less violent uh, nation. He said something like that. And I was like, I have to disagree with that. You know, I don't. I really don't. I just look at Chicago. I mean, Chicago is just it's flipping itself over. Um, but at the end of the day, it made me think. It's sad that even the president sees, sees I guess because it's cops, we don't see it. Or he doesn't see it or the na- upper t- or the upper people don't see police brutality as violence. Well, he's. He has acknowledged, um, I can't remember, maybe it was the Trayvon case, but he has acknowledged before that this is a serious issue. You know, and I think at the time it was, it is seen a lot more as a, of a issue between, you know, with, 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 black, with black Americans and authority, you know, police authority. But it's kind of, you're right, it's a little baffling. I think also, though, there's a backlash of people who honestly don't want to hear this stuff. You know, because they're not a part of it. You know, it's not a part of, of, of their lives. So, and then they, there might be a, a sort of guilt of sorts, right? Too, and then you got another, and you got a fraternity uh, of police. And I've never, I've always been one to say, like, not every cop is bad, right? Because if you were to say that, it's the same way you're saying every... Every guy is a hoe. Yeah, exactly. Or every, every girl is a... black dude is a gangster, or, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. Every white person shoots up a bunch of kids or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start stereotyping because you got a few bad apples in a bunch. So I, I was never feeling that way with, with police. And I always knew there was good people, but at the same time, I think a lot of people just call, want to have a reform and, and call to arms to say, hey, these guys are carrying a lot of power. And it feels, it honestly feels like people are not getting adequate training because when real life shit goes down I mean as you saw in the video he just they just said yell out you got a gun and blast the dude correct when they got him pinned down it makes it literally makes no sense to me um so honestly man um, it's sickening you know it's it's sickening and it's sad and saddens me man and and I even just you know like you said and then him is just like a black male like I didn't even think about it this time to me I'm gonna be honest with you the first that's an abuse of power yeah and I'm not I'm I'm I would I'm gonna be honest that's not the usually when you see uh, the other ones or you've seen other 
where this has happened, the first thing that would come to my mind was race. Mm-hmm. Always. I would have to give with you, agree with you that on this one, that's not the first thing that came to, to my mind. The first thing was, like you said, brutality, basically. You're being brutal to another human. Front. You get what I mean? We don't know the, the, the rest of the story, but if you go by that, two against one. Yeah. Really? Here's another thing. Why do all, why do all cops jump to the gun first? Why don't they go? They have a taser. And see, that's what I'm saying, man. That's what they feel like. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people have been complaining about. And I know I've complained about that. I was like, you know, and other people would always say, oh, we go through great training, this and this and this. And maybe there's some great training in some departments, but there's clearly some shitty training in other departments. And, and who knows whether these guys are getting flagged or not. It's still a human aspect of things. So, um, but the reality is, these people, yeah, they're an ultimate authority, and you should have a respect for for a police officer, right? But at the same time, any any police officer that's willing to just abuse their power, or, or quite frankly, are, are too punk, or too scared, or they don't know how to handle the situation properly, then they should not be in that authority, period, you know, in the story. And so, yeah, it is harder, you know, people are going to say, well, hell, you know, oh, well, easy for you to say right or you don't know what it's like to be a cop and you're right I don't but I also made that decision because I didn't feel like that was a responsibility I could handle point blank not saying I do anything bad I'm just saying in a general sense it wasn't something I felt was a calling so if you do feel like it's a calling yeah we we commend you for going out there and and protecting us but there's just those there's just these guys these, these assholes these I don't know how else to say it. Untrained and and panicky people that become police and they do shit like this. And they need to pay. And they haven't really paid, honestly. You know, and this harkens all the way back to even uh, for me, at least, in my generation, this harkens back to Rodney King, you know, in the early 90s. And seeing Rodney King get beat by multiple cops, just beat. You know, for minutes and minutes on minutes, and it's funny. I mean, I guess I'm I'm going back too far, but or not going back. I'm just kind of jumping around too much. But I even think about you um, know with the OJ thing, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, so OJ has this new documentary out, which I heard is like straight fire. I heard too. I I've been trying to watch it the, on YouTube. Hopefully, somebody yeah. posts it, but nobody <laughs> posted it. We need to find that though. But um, one thing that people really still to this day is a very de- decisive. Uh, and divisive, you know, within the society because a lot of black people caked up for OJ, pure and simple. And people were like, well, why would you do that? He's a murderer or whatever. But we were, at that point, especially remember the Rodney King thing just happened and all those cops got away. They, you know, they beat the man and they all basically got away with um, assault on, on a camera, mm-hmm. you know, caught red hand and they got away with it. So we felt that we just wanted to see we always seen the justice system treat us poorly correct treat us shit like treat like shit basically and we wanted to just see us get off on something for once it didn't have anything to do with whether I mean I don't know if he killed him or not I mean in reality for a lot of these cases you don't know unless you're there right overall mm-hmm. period yeah you know you're just arguing for whether they may have or if they have but you're trying to argue for without a shadow of a doubt which already is difficult but um 
I celebrated when they said not guilty. I celebrated hard, man, because I was happy to see a black man, um, maybe at the very least, finally get one over the system. You know, and that, and I remember, I'll never forget watching that. I was in fourth grade. I watched that case. They said, we watched it in school. You know, they said, not guilty. You know, um, and, you know, like about three of us jumped up and celebrated and high five. And all the other kids are all like, oh, man, uh, you know, and I didn't feel bad. Um, obviously, you know, still murder that happened. And, you know, that, of course, sucks utterly. Of course, you know, I got my own personal feelings on it, but all this stuff, all of this ties into the point of just, I just want to see, you, we want more balance to the justice system, period, you know? So when the OJ thing happened, it felt like, well, maybe the color is green, that matter. And it, it wasn't because I was black, but you see shit like this and you see people still getting off and it just makes me sick, man. It, uh, it's crazy because um, at work, I was talking to... Uh... Um, my boss and he said something about Hillary you know the whole I actually like I said I don't really read about politics because it's not really what I like but um, there were, he, he said he was reading something where he was in the office it was something about the whole email thing Hillary and the whole emails well some something was said where it was um, she didn't break the law intentionally and he started laughing because he's like, oh, so now it's like, because you're an upper, uh, upper power, you could say, I I didn't mean to break the law. Yeah. So now us, like, what, what what about us? You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, I didn't mean to break the law. I didn't mean to jack this dude's car. Or like my coworker said, oh, I, I didn't mean to kill this person. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it's, so where's the, le- where's that, um, that balance that I, I think our nation was meant to have supposed to have, but I think we're losing it, and I think we're losing it very fast. And that's a big picture. That's a bigger part of the picture, right? The reality is, it's not just about ethnicities. You know, there's there's a lot of classism going on. You know, there's a lot of uh, a war going on. You know, even between lower class, you know, versus the middle class, versus the upper class, versus the elite. And these people who, I mean, we just, uh, didn't we just get through with a, a rape case, right? Um, and I am blanking so hard. But was it that one kid, he got caught red-handed. And he, and he Oh, yeah. At, was it at uh, Harvard or Stanford? Stanford, Stanford, Stanford right? Stanford, Stanford yeah. Got caught red-handed, dude. Red-fucking-handed. And then he still basically got off for like a slap on the wrist. And, and, and can you believe this shit? His family is like out there talking how this is going to mess him up and give him leniency because it's going to ruin his life. And it's like, dude, well, fuck that. He shouldn't have been the one... He shouldn't have been doing what he was doing. Exactly. Like, kind of deserves to be ruined, obviously, because he clearly messed up someone else's life. So why shouldn't he pay? But he didn't. And part of the elite being able to, to get off. Imagine this happens to support folks or folks who couldn't... Oh, they're, they're done, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, right? not even ethnicity. I mean, we're not even going to count ethnicity. Let's just talk about class of it. We're but that's why I think the whole, the whole, that's why I really like the whole Peter Rosenberg thing because he didn't make it about his comments, never focused on race, never focused on um, 
just focusing on one type of, of person or people or anything. He focused everything in general. Everything was just talking from the heart and talking from like us as human, him as a human. Like, yeah. why is it that y'all cannot just accept when y'all fuck up? Why? Why is it that it it, it we haven't? Nobody has said nothing about this. Nobody ever says, "Hey, a cop might made a mistake." Hey, the only thing they they say is, "What is the biggest one the cops use?" Um, I feared for my life. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> I hate that man. No, go ahead. I, it, I, it, I, it, I think that's a shitty excuse. I mean, I get it. You know, any line of anything you're in, where you're in the line of fire, whether you're a cop, whether you're in the military, or whether you're a fireman or anything like that, you're right. You're absolutely right. Thank you very much for being a part of that and willing to put your life on the line. But you you can't be going around claiming all of a sudden like, hey, well, it's my life because that's that's what you sign up for. Exactly. Too. That's and, what I... I'm not trying to... I'm not Like I said, I'm not trying to... There's no disrespect, but that's that's how it is, man. Any job you take that has risk and then you're going to kind of turn around and, and complain about those risks, it's like, well, well then don't take the job. Period. Like, if, if, if this that much of a big deal to you, then leave the job there. These people are like coal miners back in the day and they used to die over you know getting diseases and stuff and going down to a mine but they still took those jobs because and they took it with the risk i mean even to like a much lesser extent but now it's starting to get more headway is look at football look at the nfl you know and people they know what they're getting into and and um, now there's more research going in but there's people still making choices to go in there's other people of course retiring early leaving but there's still folks that are like hey you know we understand the risk that there could be injuries and what I could do to my body, but they're willing to take those risks. So at the end of the day, I mean, that's it's, it's still the job, and if that's your career that you want to go into, and you you understand the risk, you can't turn around and just throw the risk in other people's faces. Like, oh, we do this. It's like, okay, well, that was your decision. Correct. Period. And I remember uh, now that you say that, it got me thinking about something. I I took a class with a professor that um he used to always say this, and Dude, as a nation, we're not a, our name says united. But think about it, how many people how many times do you go to the grocery store and do you say thank you or excuse me to somebody? How many times? Probably never. How many times do you go somewhere and and you probably see a person and you're judgmental about the person? How many times do you go you get what I'm saying? What I'm trying to get at is the point he my professor made was you go somewhere else and everybody's so loving. You get what I mean? Um, and I think that uh, that probably has, you put these people with authority that have come from these backgrounds where you, you get what I mean? They don't know. It, it's they're not they, their mentality is already not in the type of mentality where everybody's probably equal or united. You get what I mean? They, they, you, you, I think that to be a cop, I don't know, I'm not a cop, but I'm thinking you're supposed to be able to take out your personal preferences or whatever it is you think, but be equal by the law. And I do really, really believe that that is not what's going on. And I'm being totally honest. I think some of these cops, it's starting to become like personal issues. It's starting to become their beliefs. It's starting to become something like. I feel like I'm the power, and I I I, I feel 
a certain way for these type of people. I feel you get what I mean. I don't think it's so much anymore about the fear of life. Second, who who are they hiring to be cops, bro? Since we're not cops, such pussies. Yeah, like like I said, you get what I'm saying. Like that that means that every dude really like you feared your life after you get what I'm saying. Like I just don't get it. I I I I really don't get it. And in a situation like that, it's how do you have fear for your life? There's two of you. You both are in control. You know, you, you guys are in control at that moment. So how is it that you have a fear going on um, when there's two of you as backup? You know, and honestly, man, I don't, I don't know what's like. I'm just curious, like, what's going on in these dudes' heads in the sense. It's like, what the hell is happening? Like, what are they genuinely thinking? Like, do, I mean, were they clearly just that pissed off? I mean, are they that panicky? Are they just purposely doing that with the intention because they just kill, they just they want to kill the dude? Like that's it, pure mm-hmm. and simple. Yeah. What is going on with these guys to where this keeps happening? And sadly, this is gonna keep happening. You know, that's that's the, the scariest and the saddest part of all because yeah, I mean, think about how how much this has happened just in the past year. And yes, you are sick of hearing it. And you know, I'll be honest, I'm one of those guys. That I hate I hate um tuning into the news it, it bums me out it depresses me yeah it's, 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 it's violence yeah. and murder or something to do with race something to do with sexual orientation something to do with uh with sex in general as far as you know going against anybody or just whatever it, whatever it may be and it, it depresses the hell out of me man and yet this stuff keeps happening and unfortunately i have such little faith that it's gonna change it's not you know it's just gonna keep changing who knows what it's gonna take to make that change and I think you're right what you're saying with your professor about the grocery store incident you're right um, I, we're selfish honestly human beings are selfish period man we're you know yes we all have we all have that capability of being selfless and there are a lot of selfless people but I feel like as a whole you know we're pretty damn selfish um, so we unite when tragedy happens we always do that we always get together and yeah. kumbaya we sing and we hold hands and we're brothers and sisters at arms, you know, when a tragedy is big enough to unite us. And honestly, that's sad that it takes something that drastic to finally get people to put things into perspective. And you're right, sure enough, after a while, it, it just wears out and things go back to normal and people just block it out the way because um, for us, or for us, for many people um, who aren't involved in it directly, you know, like I myself technically wasn't involved in that, uh, we don't care, you know. We may not care, um, as I feel as, a, as a, a black man, and seeing these things happen to, you know, my black people, it hurts me, of course, you know, because I'm now I'm tied into it because in a way I can kind of look at it and say, damn, I see how this can happen because I've been through the same kind of stuff where you get harassed, you know, by someone in position of power, and if you feel weak, you feel scared. I was taught at a young age about you know by my mom about how to do certain things to not get shot Mm -hmm. when I get pulled over you know so I always had this weird innate fear of police because I was like okay when I get pulled over uh, put both hands on the steering wheel and whatever whenever you're going to reach for something actually explain what you're going to do first before you actually do it and these are things that I had to be ingrained in as a child to learn how to do with handling people of authority where you're supposed to feel um, a comfort and you're supposed to feel secure but I was already you know, I learned fear, you know, and, and not necessarily, I'm not, it's not her fault at all because that was the reality of the world. 
that's the still the reality of the world. It's kind of like that. Uh, you get, that got me thinking of that episode. I guess because we're watching actually Bad Boys Two and Will Smith is in it. Oh. But the episode of uh, Fresh Prince, where uh, him and Carlton get uh, locked up, and then uh, Uncle Phil has to go get him. And then uh, Carlton asked him at the end, "Hey, Dad, um, how does it go?" He tells him, um, "If you seen a a a car with two uh, young black folks, mm-hmm. and I think I forgot what it is at, at night, would you pull it over?" Uncle Phil says, um, "I think he said I ask myself that question every night." And then uh, Carlton said, I would. So you at that point, yeah. Carlton was confused, though. But uh, what, I, what I'm getting at is exactly that, you know. Is, I remember, because you're right, he was confused. He was he was trying to deal with the idea of, of was this uh, racially based or what are they just trying to do? Yeah, jobs, right? correct. Because right, Carlton was always, yeah. and for anyone who obviously don't know, uh, Carlton, one of, the, um, one of the kids on the show, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, of course, classic. Uh, was raised very straight and narrow. Yeah. And Will Smith, of course, was raised a little differently as a, a bit of a, I guess, a harder area, you know, hood, you know, mentality and stuff versus a suburban mentality. Yeah. So that's... So that's, it's that's, kind, that's, it, it, it kind of goes to... Like, in that sense, too, to see someone who never experienced that, that, and then when they finally do, it's almost like... Yeah, like, what, like what, what did... Yeah, like, and what does your mind do? For example, Carlton's situation, you think cops are here to help you, but in reality, we'll see the other side, which is kind of the way your mom said taught you. Yeah. You get what I mean? So it, it, it's both both sides of, of the scenarios playing each other, you know? And I, like I said, I've had a situation happen to me. I got pulled over, and uh, I've been accused wrongfully of something, which I won't get into here. But, um, you know, it's happened. You know, it's sad that we, you know, at one point I was like, is this unique? You know, and I wasn't used to that either. But then finding out that a lot of people have gone through, you know, a lot of the same similarities, things, not even just black, just a lot of people in general, you know, and it's, it's crazy. And it's funny you brought that up. I was just looking at this uh, this meme over here from Worldstar they put up of all places, right? And so it's got the meme with Uncle Phil says, you know, they're in court, I guess, playing around. And so it's got, you can put your hands down, Jazz. And of course, DJ Jazz is like, no way, dude's got a gun. Next thing you know, I got six warning shots in my back. And it's like, of course, it was funny at the time. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't kind of a little risque because, of course, during this time in the 90s, it was during the Rodney King. Uh, we're already deep in the Rodney King uh, situation. So isn't that crazy? This was made like a, this was happened in 93. And how, you know, in 2016, it's relevant, right? It's crazy, dude. It's kind of, uh, you know what trips me out a lot, too? The Simpsons. Yeah. How they've had it. I don't know if you've ever seen how they've guessed some of the stuff that happened. Yeah, it is, man. You know, um, God, I love that show. It's a great show. But, it is. But uh, I guess, you know what? But I guess they've been on, and they've been on so long. I mean, they're going to hit on stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like it's roulette. It's you know? Yeah, it's kind of like roulette. Yeah, it's still a trip, man. Um, But, man, I hope we, we end up getting peace in this world again. And actually, our... Our nation. I hope we start getting this under control. And whatever I I said it and you said it, I hope if any officer listens out there, there's no disrespect to them. You know, it's just right now, uh, you're kind of 
in the spotlight right now and once again another innocent person killed under very dubious situations by uh, a person of authority right yep it's the, it's the same thing man same damn story once again and I hate to say it but I'm very pessimistic about this being a change you're right I mean of course we hope that you know I got kids and I'm teaching them now about this type of stuff and that hurts me because it's like man I just want them to be kids and happy and I have to think about this stuff but it, it's crazy dude reality. because you don't want yeah you don't want your kids to but at the same time I commend you for doing that because you create another because look there's some for example I kind of I grew up I've always said in a Christian household but the problem was everything was always so you know perfect you know like yeah. uh because of church, you know, everything is, you know, everything is perfect the way it was printed in my head, you know, but that's not the way it is. You know, there's there, we live in, in a world where stuff shit happens and sometimes it's shit like this that happens. So I commend you for doing that because somewhere I mean, I'm sure you find different ways to put it in their mind, you know, and and, and make her understand or him understand how to how to cope with it you know because it's not something easy that's easy to deal with but when they get older they'll understand that that's the world we live in man yeah and this is an interesting time you know now a lot of these guys um our age younger you know and of course as they call millennials now they're experiencing um all of this stuff you know at the time people you know saw obama get elected and it was like all right racism's coming to an end you know that was a celebration of sorts of people are like hey we finally did it maybe we are finally making progress and don't get me wrong of course a lot of progress has been made but man it's we're not nowhere near i don't think done. we're nowhere near done nowhere near you know we got a lot of work that needs to be done um as far as the way we treat each other you know based on our orientation sexual orientation or you know our our shit our sex our race our ethnicity whatever it is, man. I just think and as humans, we need to start loving each other again. Absolutely. And, you know, it's sad. I don't have any faith that um, changes is coming out anytime soon. I really don't. I am I pray I'm proven wrong, though. I really do, man. I hope someone proves me wrong. But I'm at this point where I'm just like, I just doubt that this change is going to happen. Because, once again, people are too selfish. We're too cold. Someone's going to make some jokes out of it. I mean, people, there's too many assholes in this world. And the assholes have um, such a huge voice. So it does feel like the assholes represent a majority. They don't. But um, they're a powerful majority. And as long as we got these type of people who are run by fear, we're never going to be able to conquer any of this stuff ever. And that is a reality. Yep. I feel like we discussed it very well. And I felt... We had to get that off our chest. Yeah, it feels good to do it, man. So it sucks. It's crazy, huh? Sometimes putting just getting something out of your chest feels good. It does. It does. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, like I said, I just, you know, all I can do is shrug, and just <laughs> it's gonna happen again. To yeah. everybody out there, all I gotta say is. Um, Love each other. Love your uh, f- fellow human being next to you, even if you don't like them. It's not worth. You know we already have enough violence in the world. Just let it go. Be peaceful. There's, we need more f- light. 
Need more love. Respect each other, yes. man. You know, life is so damn precious. Like, people just, you know, don't, you know, don't take it for granted. Don't take other people's lives for granted either. You know, you, you gotta love each other. And it's, you know, I mean, it's a time where, you know, it's still weird for, you know, if people who look at a guy as the same, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't use the word love or all oh, that's weird and weak to use the word love. It's not weak at all. It's strength. It takes way more strength to love someone. It's easy to hate. I can hate somebody easily, man. But to love somebody, you know, that's... But you know what? I don't even think... I think you're right. But the word I was looking for was less selfishness, like you were mentioning earlier. As long as we're less selfish and think about everybody else around us, we could be all right. Absolutely. If we could have 10 people caring about somebody imagine that's 10 people going to different places that care that feeds off and it keeps going it keeps going it keeps going man next thing you know the whole world can do it but it takes you know a few of us to start it or a lot of us to start it so it does but yeah man uh thank you everybody for listening to this episode uh excited for sunday we actually got a few things coming um we actually got our um, KO one two three podcast coming, which is gonna be uh, myself, Jamal, and a good friend of ours named Ronald. Uh, we're gonna be talking about boxing and wrestling. That's actually coming pretty soon. Um, stay tuned to that. We got the interview coming on Sunday again. Please uh, remember it is on Sunday. Uh, we will be posting it next week. Um, we are excited about that. Please listen on iTunes, Spotify. No, not Spotify. I said Spotify because I'm trying to get it on Spotify. Ah, man. Yeah. We're uh, working on it. iTunes. Google uh, Market, right? Google, Google, Google Play Music, SoundCloud. Um, and any if you download an app with uh, a, for a podcast, just put in Boys in the Body and we'll come up because it, it works, obviously. Yo, but, and do us a favor, man. Subscribe. Yes. Uh, download, share. Um, especially comment, you know, and, and rate, you know, leave some ratings, put five stars. Even if we suck, do me a favor, put five stars. And then tell us why we suck on the, exactly. on, on the like comments. Always say, just tell me what's up, man. That's it. You know, opinions that don't matter. I mean, it's like, we like to hear from y'all anyways, whether your opinion is something I want to hear, you know, I'll be excited about or not, but you know, let us know what's up now. Let's know how you feel, but yeah, check us out. Thank you everybody for listening. Peace. Later.